Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. in or points out debate right now like as we're starting the show this is what you want to you're going to ruin my morning yeah it's the plan points in that's what i try to do i remember my obligations george i look at it this way it's a transfer of energy if i'm having a bad morning and i transfer that negative energy to you i'm happier maybe i'll switch it just for today you should watch it'll probably give me seven years of bad luck now hello and welcome to the freemason podcast with your host right worship brother george mudry worship brother ken and I'm Carolyn Kelma, the 2023 Connecticut Teacher of the Year and yes. national finalist. Ooh, national yeah. finalist. That's awesome. I've never been national anything. And we never have famous people up here either. Yeah. I'm what? Not... Yes, we have. Oh, a couple. On occasion. Scott Walter, yes. Pat Miletic. Yeah, I hope but... he comes beats the shit yeah, out of you. Yeah, those guys are definitely going to be Pat Miletic, UFC fighter. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a Freemason. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. The uh, president of the National Border Patrol Council. Yep. Who can mm-hmm. also end me. Yep. yep. You just make a phone call. <laughs> Easily. So I should probably keep my mouth shut. With the port, you back to Scandinavia. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway. Back to Finland. We're up here today. We're going to ask about you yeah. and your connection with Freemason. I know it's with this idiot over here, but... Oh, there's more. There's more. Mm-hmm. So There's more. <laughs> so let's get started. Um, got into teaching. Yes. Um, so what exactly do you teach? So currently, I teach biology to sophomores okay. and biotechnology and forensics to upperclassmen. Oh, you're a high school teacher. Yes, God sir. bless you. Thank you. She would not have wanted to know me in the high school. The fact that they have those classes in high school now is kind of amazing to me. What did you take, phonics? I took, like, physics and uh, chemistry, AP physics and AP chemistry mm. I took in high school. That was it. That was, like, the most advanced science look, that we had. Look Nothing at the big specialized. brain on Brad. Yeah, I didn't say I did well in it, all right? You know, like a C minus. I didn't place out a chemistry. Pulp fiction reference. Yeah. No. Brain on Brett, I think. Yeah, no, I got Brain, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brett. That's what it was. <laughs> Not to correct you, sir. But. No, no. That's a good one. <laughs> Might be Brad. Look at the brain on Brett. Oh, it's Brett. Brett. It it's is Brett. Brett. She's right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God damn it. We've been saying it wrong all along. I ruined my uh, Pulp Fiction reference. Like three awesome. years doing this podcast. So what got you into teaching? <laughs> well, uh, originally I wanted to be an elementary education major. Okay. And then I started it in college and I was like, oh no, I'm way too sarcastic for these guys. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I made them cry. So I was like, okay. So then I, I switched my major to bio, biology, because I was like, maybe teaching isn't for me. I, I think I, I made a mistake. Um, but then I went right back. How did that sticker get over here? I stuck on your shoulder. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the one made ah, I dropped it. The hug. The I gave him a hug. I should actually <laughs> stick that sticker on my child, my oldest, because I think he was made in China. 
I'd send mine back. Pretty sure that's where me and my wife were. So you wanted to be elementary, but you went to high school because... Yeah, because just, I was too sarcastic. And um, I, then I was like, maybe teaching is wrong for me. So I did my major in bio. Okay. I graduated with that. And then I went back for master's in education. I missed it. Oh, wow. I was like, I, I do want to be a teacher after all. <laughs> just not the littles. So how do you... How did you get recognized by the state of Connecticut and then nationally? Like, explain the whole process of, like, how that works. Well, it's a process. So you get nominated. Every town is different. But in Bristol, which is where I teach in Bristol, Mm -hmm. um, in my city, you get nominated. uh, Colleagues nominate you. Then you fill out an application. Then they whittle it down to two finalists. Whittle it down? Mm -hmm. Whittle it down. To two finalists. And um, then you win for the city of Bristol. Or I won for the city of Bristol. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was good. And I was good there. (laughs) <laughs> but then, uh-huh. as a winner, you apply for a state of Connecticut. So uh-huh. I'm like, of course, I will. So you have to apply. Yes. To, to keep mm-hmm. going. Okay. Yeah, to keep going forward. So I applied. There was an application for Bristol, too. Okay. And then, so the state of Connecticut is a different application, but similar to the Bristol one, so that you kind of okay. know what you're doing. And then um, that was down to 16 finalists. Okay. Then down, which you interviewed in Hartford at the, at the Capitol. And then down to four finalists. And then for the four finalists, they come to your school uh-huh. and they interview parents teachers um students and then like support staff so guidance and office Uh, staff to see uh, what kind of person you are it's like spend a whole half day at your school and then then it's down to that after that and that's so then i'm i won the connecticut and they do this beautiful ceremony at the bushnell in hartford and that was nice yeah and then uh, ken's wife was there and (laughs) emily made it i didn't yes so you were doing something maybe here who knows probably mason yeah probably and then uh, for national, so once you make state, then uh-huh. you, have, table. Right, then yeah. you have to um, apply. Well, you don't have to, but you're, you know, going uh-huh. to apply for national. Right, right. And so that was like a two and a half week turnaround oh, wow. uh, for that application, which is like a video and letters of recommendation. It's a whole, oh, wow. it's a thing. It's like a whole process. It's a whole thing, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Nerve wracking. Yeah. So... I, and again, I I know that there's some people. Did you get like? Is it? Do they? How do I explain it? Do you get like parents that are that? How does that? How does that work with the parents? I guess is what I'm asking. Like, do they get asked to recommend you, or do they kind of just like, no, I definitely want to write a recommendation for? Her. I uh, well, so it's three letters, and I was like, you can get them from anybody. Um, okay. But I got one from my like the district teacher in learning, the uh-huh. head at the board of ed type person, um, who is wonderful. And then I was like, I should get a parent, and I should get oh, a former okay. student. You know, mm-hmm. like I asked, right, so right. I asked a parent, and I've taught all three of her sons. Like, they all came through my school, and now they're all doing amazing things. So I was like, oh, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Barb, you know? (laughs) And then the I'm asking The reason why I'm asking is because if somebody asks me to do something, I'm like a super bad procrastinator where it's like, (laughs) like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get to it. No, I just never do. Yeah. Well, it was like a two-week turnaround. They're like, okay, so the national application is due in two weeks. I'm like, whoa. Okay, oh, wow. so I was I had to be on it, yeah. So it wasn't like getting military clearance where they send somebody in and they just interview everybody that you know and like go yeah. through your entire network and. No, they did have a, well when they came to the school they had like uh, seventy five people that were on the list of people to ask questions for so that oh. was a lot but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty comprehensive. What do they ask? Like, what are the questions? I don't know because I wasn't that part wasn't oh, me you know they're asking the parents but they were like, to it all. They, gotcha. one of the couple parents were like tell us a time when you know Miss Kelmore reached out to you and, and mm. something along those lines you know okay I gotcha yeah so it's you really you're not privy to the questions though. no they take the parents in one room and the students in another and mm. the staff in another room it's a whole it kind of makes sense if you were a teacher I'd shit all over you I'm not gonna lie to you Ken hey you know what 
I've gotten a couple of reference he's calls. He's too tall for he's you too, on occasion. And I, I spoke very highly of you. So thanks. What the hell did you get a recommendation from me for? What? Oh, never mind. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. My, my profession. That, my profession. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Your usual vocation. <laughs> but thanks. Right. Now I know not to put you on my list of damn credit. <laughs> no. Else. Now that you gave me a nice one, I have to do. I would return. Mm. Give another one. But okay. he's too tall. Yeah, he's too tall. He's too tall. Too I don't tall, like his hair. Nice. Uh, I'm jealous of his hair. Yeah. Well, um, so let's let's talk about uh, your connection with this goofball over here in Freemasonry. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, so Ken, uh, Ken and I, our sons go to school together. So our mm-hmm. oldest sons, my son Henry, his son Riley, um, are at um, middle school together. Oh, oh middle school. Yeah, Shivers. I know. I know. It's rough, Ken. Yeah. Uh, so we've known each other since they were in elementary school. Um, and we're pretty good friends. They come swimming at the pool. Mm-hmm. But the other connection I have to Freemasonry is my daddy was a Freemason oh. in Southington at Friendship Lodge. Oh, nice. And yeah. uh, what, what was his Masonic stature? Gone, I don't know. It was gone every night. Yeah. Never seen him. <laughs> oh, his name was uh, Frederick yeah. Coor. So Frederick Coor was his name. And so he passed um, a couple of years back. I'm sorry to hear that. that. That's okay. Right before COVID. So I think he would have hated COVID. He would have hated wearing the mask. He was such a bull. Um, so he just would have been like, that's, that's just bullshit. You know, like he just would have, I can hear him swearing now. Um, so, <laughs> but he was very active in that. And also like huge in Southington with um, Kiwanis and the American Legion. He was in the army for a short mm-hmm. stint. And uh, he was on the board of directors at the bank. And um, he had a landscaping company since 1960. So over 50 years, mm-hmm. he had a landscaping wow. company. And some people call him the godfather of landscaping Southington. I roll my eyes because he would have loved that term. Um, so, but yeah, he was a really great man. So, Friendship Lodge, that's right down the road, too. I had no idea that he was a member yeah. of Friendship in Southington. Yep. That's interesting. I know a lot of brothers in that lodge. And we didn't even know that, Ken. And Ken and I didn't even know right. that connection until I think until my dad passed, and then you were talking about him. Like, oh, my dad was a Freemason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no weird. Kidding. And he didn't ever talk about anything about Freemasonry. Never Not told really. you details. No, oh no, thing. he was a he was a. You like know, what his rank was? Was he a past master or anything like that? I don't know. I, I don't even know if my mom would know. It's so funny. Like the old school Masons, man. Yeah, they, they didn't. It, yeah. Like, they, quiet. It was down 40s, low. We don't 60s, talk about Freemasons. And there, oh, there are a lot of really reasons. Didn't. Like, yeah. There are a lot of reasons. Now it's kind of like open and stuff. But back then, yeah. man, they didn't say nothing. They were yeah, he was serious silent. about it. I know that much. And uh-huh. I couldn't touch his ring. It was on his bedside table when he wasn't wearing it, and I wasn't allowed to touch it. Yeah, that's an old school Mason thing. Yeah, that's definitely old school. I remember being, "This is pretty," and he's like, "Put that down. That's not yours." And I'm like, "What is it?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." You know, yeah. But like, he just took it real seriously. I know a couple guys like that still, and a lot of it comes down to the fact. I don't know if you knew this, Miss Carolyn, but back in uh, actually, there were a couple incidents over the years that caused masons to kind of go a little bit more underground and be a little bit more circumspect about their membership but one of them was during world war ii mm-hmm. when masons were actually one of the classes of citizens that got rounded up and sent to concentration camps wow so that's they were. one of the big reasons that you know some of the guys that are still around today some of the older gentlemen uh that you know grew up in the 40s and the 50s and maybe even in the 60s just don't talk about their membership that makes sense. Yeah, he's was, 37. So, in regards to his ring, do you know if he wore the points out or in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I do it both ways. So. One of the things I like doing is I like riling him and Joe up, like yeah, it's to a frenzy and get pissed off. I love doing it. I don't know. It's, I'm like a sh- I'm like well, points like a in, shark when points there's blood in, in the or water. Points out 
how you wear your Masonic ring is like a standard debate that's always gone on since the beginning of time. It's just like that's how you start an argument with Freemasons. Yes. It? Okay. So how do you wear your ring? So that's, how do you wear your ring? That's what he's trying to do. How do you wear your ring, George? Points out. Okay. Let me say. Given light. Do you even have your ring on? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You're not entitled to an opinion. <laughs> I don't wear my rings or any rings because I. I just don't. Um, I don't wear them at work. I'm not allowed to wear them at work. Yeah, you're not because, a jewelry man anyway, right? Nah, not really. Yeah. I, I I I don't even like wearing watches, but I have to when I'm at work because I can't touch my phone. So it's yes. the only reason why I keep it. But I I don't know. I just I wear rings when there's a meeting, but I don't wear it when I'm just out and about. I just don't. Hmm. I don't know. It's just a thing. Like I don't know. It's I don't wear. Show. Obviously, I don't wear it at work in case you know I have to go hands on with what I do. I'm. Uh, Probably wouldn't fare well. I would think that would be a slight advantage in some circumstances, but you know, no, teaches because I'm not allowed to throttle somebody in the face either. Like, right. it's, um, me neither, I, actually, at my job. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask about that actually. Like, so got teacher uh, teacher of the year for for Connecticut, correct? Yes. Um, do you feel like it would be different if you were teaching your own kids? Because me, for one, I know absolutely. <laughs> Well, she had to during COVID, during lockdown. We were all kind of like absentee teachers, not absentee teachers, but like interim Substitute teachers. teachers. Yeah, right? Interim, there you go. Yeah. So you had that opportunity. There's got to be some Zoom video out there of some teacher with just my son in my hand holding the top of his head, <laughs> keeping keep him straight facing the camera. Damn computer. Yeah. Eyes up. That How was, did that work when you that did was that? Terrible. Terrible. I, yeah, I just, well, I'm very much of like a people person anyway. And, the, uh-huh. you know, I, Part of my classroom, the reason it works is because I build connections with the students, right? Uh-huh. So when we went out in March of that year, it wasn't so bad because the students, we already had that connection and they worked for me and they turned their cameras on and they uh-huh. were great, you uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. But then in the fall, when I got a whole new crop of students I didn't know, right. and our district didn't, um, it wasn't required for them to turn their cameras on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because some of them have issues at home and don't want you to see where they are i'm in a big city you know so um they didn't have to turn their cameras on and many of them didn't and sometimes i don't even know if they were there like i called on some of them no one answered like it was so difficult um to kind of to get any learning done it was really a really hard year but those days are over right yeah (laughs) god they're never coming back please amen um (laughs) so i what type of teaching how do i put it like what is your teaching style because when i went to school i had a teacher mr dearbertus i'll never forget this guy he had a yardstick and he actually wrote on the side of the yardstick the intimidator oh my god and uh, i don't know if that was back then man. banging That's, desks he's younger stuff. than i am too i don't remember but that. it wasn't he never hit a kid i want to be clear about that he never hit right. a kid that was it but he would bang desks and he was loud and eccentric mm. But realistically, it kept your attention. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. One, because you were worried he was going to hit you with the stick. And <laughs> well, he two, was only implying he abuse, was just yeah. very enthusiastic about it. Like, yeah. he would just get loud at random points during the lecture. <laughs> like, and you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. like you're, but it kept you engaged. So yeah. how, and then there was other teachers that were like, open your books to page two. And they would just yeah. ran oh, through the motions. Or just phoned it in, yeah. Just didn't started really doing head bob and just like trying Ferris to keep Bueller, her. Yeah. So how how is your teaching skill? Like, what do you do to keep the students engaged? Uh, that's huge. I, huge. I use a lot of humor. Humor. 
Sarcasm is a good second language for me as well, like I mentioned before. Really? <laughs> yeah. Even in real life. Even in She <laughs> uses the sarcasm. Profusely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, I, I, so um, a lot of teaching for me is, again, like I said, making connections with the students. Like mm-hmm. you, ha- if you can find the thing that they love and you can pull it into a lesson, and I know mm-hmm. that sounds so silly to say, but... I have like my whole windowsill is like Marvel characters and Stranger Things, like little pop art, and like I have Legos of Yellow Submarine Legos and like Game all, of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones, yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I have Daenerys up there, and like all like these like things to just to have. If one kid's like, "Oh my gosh, you watched Mandalorian?" I'm like, "Of course I do." Yeah. There's Grogu right there, then it's boom, and it's then it's like, then we yeah, you get this. Well, you're pointing at the kid. You're like, "There's Grogu right there." No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So they, they once you get that one thing, and it could be anything. It could just be you know mm. something silly. Um, but they once you get that, then they're they're yours. You know, like mm. they they mm. want to learn because they think you have a connection with them. You've right. made this this even a small little Grogu connection. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, also it makes it very lighthearted too. Yeah. Um, again, what I do is we'll talk about it off air. I don't know. If, oh, did I say it on air before? Have I said what, what I do? What you do? My, my, I think you talked about you know, like in a very circumspect fashion what your job okay. role is or what organization you work for. I think I'm a judicial marshal, so okay. I deal with criminals and inmates okay. and all that stuff, and, and I don't, they're getting innocent until proven guilty with all that. But they Suspects, come in yeah. and and you know they they will make fun of you. They will pick on you mm-hmm. and everything. One of the things I had a guy the other day was telling me, he's like, man, you got a shark fin in the top of your head because I'm bald. Yes, I get it. They, they make fun of your haircuts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and I it's not by choice. Yeah, and realistically, it's it's me being a marshal, them being behind bars. It's 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 tense, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like one guy was like, man, he's like, just let it go. He's like, just shave it off and let it go. And yeah. I, I made the joke. I'm like, nah, haircuts are like twenty dollars. You know, twenty dollars to get your haircut. I'm just gonna let God give me my haircuts and let it just keep falling. <laughs> and they got a good laugh out of it, but yeah. it broke that. Yes. You know, and it's similar to a teacher and a student. Like mm-hmm. it, it broke that connection of like. Overseer versus, you know me, what I mean? Yes, yeah. yes. You versus yes, me I'm thing. totally on their team, and they know that, too. Right. Absolutely, mm. yeah. And, you know, I try to make it an open space so that all the students have a voice at the table. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't want anybody to feel like they don't belong. Because if a kid feels like they don't belong, immediately shut down. That wall goes mm. up, you know? Yeah. Right. So I have to make sure they have a voice at the table, they feel that they belong, and that it's a safe place. Because right. if they don't feel safe, there's no way you can learn. Mm. Right. Um, so that's huge in my classroom, and um big supporter of all the rights and you can love whoever you love and whatever we're mm-hmm. here to learn mm-hmm. and i also want to mm-hmm. make science fun like right. some right, kids right. are so scared of science and math no don't say the m word in class you know yeah. um but it's such a f- cool topic and i teach some pretty cool things with uh, biotechnology and forensics and mm-hmm. that's an elective class it's mm-hmm. not a forced class so the kids i get in there are really excited about the class and oh, being nice. in there yeah. in, in general biology is a different story because they all have to take biology but as long as I can make... It's required? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that's standard. Even, even yeah. when... Yeah. And we then chemistry as a junior, basic. yeah. No, I remember. Yep. <laughs> so as long as I can make it accessible and relatable like, and not so scary, that's right. that's huge. So now there's the, the tougher question. Ready? Okay. You got a student. Because everybody... There's one in every crowd. Oh, yes. You got the student. Sometimes several, yes. Is this a that, hypothetical? No, no, no. This is not hypothetical. It's not hypothetical. There's always an asshole kid. Let's be clear. Okay. Like I'm going to say it flat out. It's just oh, yeah, you're going to paint a picture and then she probably last name is Mudry, but whatever the case yeah. may be, like <laughs> just think of him. And your you daughter. always have that one kid who's a tough kid. Right. How do you handle that? Again, the, and that's where I there's some find of them that, their thing, man. <laughs> but I'm I, I mean maybe I'm wrong. I again I'm not. But 
there's always one that you just can't oh yeah connect to you're absolutely right how do you handle that like and what then, do you do like is do you is it like iron fist at that point or is it a different approach like, no I, I try to get them to engage yeah even they don't there so again these connections are important but it's mm-hmm. not gonna work for every kid you're absolutely Correct. right and that's uh, i think a common misconception right now in in um teaching like sel social emotional learning is going to solve all the problems nope absolutely uh-huh. not it's not going to solve it'll solve most like uh-huh. it really will uh-huh. um but there's uh going to be those students who just can't and <laughs> I'll tell you what I do with those students is I give them responsibility. You wouldn't believe. Oh, give them a purpose. I give them a job mm-hmm. in my classroom. And you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. how much that changes their whole attitude. So I have like mm-hmm. classroom jobs. Like somebody takes attendance for me and somebody mm-hmm. passes back paperwork and somebody signs people that's out to go to the smart. bathroom. And, and that's less work less, for you too. Absolutely, Ken. Because I look smart. at them and I go, who's out today? And they say the day and I'm like, thank you. And then I give them extra credit points at the end of the quarter for their for doing their job if they do their job somebody um you know i have all these little these little jobs i have one person who's my athletic trainer who (laughs) wait for it wait for it this this is usually the trouble just just in front of the class in a front leaning rest doing push-ups this is the the job usually for that kid and this is what i mean because our classes are 84 minutes we have block scheduling it's a long time for a student to sit right so their job is halfway through the class to be like, Miss Kelma, mm-hmm. it's time to stand or we have to go, we have to do something. So they'll mm-hmm. stay, everybody stands up and sometimes we'll take a little walk around mm-hmm. the school, just not around the whole school, but just a lap mm-hmm. through a hallway just to get the blood flow back to the brain, which also helps me mm-hmm. because if they're losing, mm-hmm. I don't usually lecture for 84 minutes. That would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're doing an activity and we haven't stood for a while, it's their job to kind of do that. And so that just mm-hmm. having a little responsibility in the class really makes them have ownership and like oh. it's my class you know what i mean and then they're like don't mess with my teacher after that. right and, yeah. and realistically i mean what's the, what's the human attention span it's like 10 15 minutes well, especially like for that. kids too for, especially mean, for kids it's, yeah. it's really short you're still really a short. kid in yeah. high school like you have to get up and walk around you can't be lectured to like no way. in college and expect to retain anything i would imagine i have the attention span of a fly like i literally will be paying attention there's so many times you're worse talking most, to me and i'm like <laughs> you just go in the zone and your brain just goes somewhere else he does that during the podcast too all the time recording i'll just like shut down and stare at the camera yep, like yep. slack jawed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I gotta slap him. And then Ken's like, "So, yeah, looking at me." Oh yeah, yeah. What the hell what are we talking about again? Yeah. I do it all the time. So that, that's I. I wish that when we went to school, we were able to get up and go and move and do yeah. stuff because I mean. Uh, yeah, our teachers uh, never did that. No, I never did that. Not even the best. Sat in Mr. I Kirby's class, I was just like a zombie, a deer in headlights, just sitting in the yeah. back for like. 40 minutes. I don't know how long classes were, like 35, 40 minutes when we went to school. Did you guys go to high school together? Uh, no, but oh. no, 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 no. during the <laughs> approximate <laughs> same time, you're actually a few years younger than me, right, George? A lot of years younger than you. A lot of years younger than me? Okay, Hold yeah, you. so 42. Yeah, 29 again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 29. 29 again. But we went, you know, the, it was the same kind of, I think, teaching model in place during the times that we were in high school. So but you didn't go anywhere. They shut the door behind you. Yeah, the class it was very, there. you know, or sat there. And yep. Very stoic. Too, and yeah. If you keep lecturing at the students, eventually they'll retain 70 percent, maybe if they're lucky. And then uh, you get the next crop of students and then you go uh. like that was kind of the methodology, I think. And yeah. there weren't very many teachers that innovated on that at the time at least but you probably remember the teachers that did oh yeah there were definitely some and those were the ones that inspired me to get into technology and to better myself and i can do anything like those are the those were the important lessons that i got and it was from those teachers that you know separated themselves from the norm 
right. did things a little bit. Standing better. joke on the podcast is we call it kind of robot, so he can self-repair himself. Yeah, himself. that's because, yeah. Yeah, one person knows about computers and they become like the cyborg. The, it was a couple of things. One, you knew about computers, and two, this used to be it was the table was open, and one summer, like it was just a regular table. This this we oh, built Jesus. later. Do we have well, to we get had, into this? Yes, we do. She needs to hear this because it's <laughs> hilarious. We had just a regular table, and one day Ken decided to wear shorts in the summertime. And uh, I don't know if you There's know, no air conditioning up here. I mean, I don't know if you can see Ken's pigmentation. Well, his legs I've been are... to her pool before. She knows okay. what I like. <laughs> all right, all right. So somebody yeah. picked on him about his legs, and now the joke is it was fake skin, and he's Data from uh, Star Trek and oh, all that yeah, stuff. Data. And yeah, so... <laughs> That's I can kind of, see it. <laughs> it's kind of where it came oh, from. Yeah, data, yeah, now oh, I yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm the angry dwarf because apparently I'm pissed off all the time. So, <laughs> Somebody called me a garden gnome the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, they call me a garden I'm going to have to have one of those AI things <laughs> paint you as a garden gnome. I'll just feed it a oh, picture yes. and see what it comes up with. I can't wait. And Joe's a, right, Joe's a redhead, so he's a ginger. That's Yeah. When he gets pissed, we call him a ginger snap and stuff like that. But... Yeah. Um, so getting back on on the the teaching aspect of it, um, uh, I had a question before. I can't well, let remember. me since we're oh. talking about data and AI, okay. that's a new uh, thing that's coming out with uh, education too, right? That's a yeah, new. Yeah, uh, we didn't yeah. have any of that when we went. So there was no computer labs or. Right. Tell me they don't that. have like Chat GPT they generating lesson plans for. Oh Jesus. Yes. Well, they. So. I remember I Oregon know, I, Trail. Do you? That's yeah. About, yeah no. <laughs> Nobody won. Nobody ever won Oregon Trail. You always died every time. And also, you only had like, well, at least when I'm a little older than both of you, when it was 30 minutes in the computer lab, you had one day a week where your class was get to go yes, to the computer lab true, and it was yeah. for 30 minutes so how could you be Oregon Trail in 30 minutes class? and it was MS-DOS like you just put oh, the yeah. floppy disk in and so you had 20 minutes to boot up most of the lesson was just getting the game to operate yeah. yes correct 15 minutes in you haven't even turned the computer on yeah. yet no, booting up booting yep. up yeah. that's not even a thing anymore uh, <laughs> alright so this, yes. we don't talk about it because it happens so quickly yeah, right. and then there was AOL online Welcome. Um, <laughs> kids, the shit, kids will never understand. No, I know. Never. Your kids, never. Your kids today, are... and then your old man would be down the hallway, pick up the phone. I need to use the phone. And that was it. Poof, internet was done. Yeah, your aunt would call, and aunt would call. Yep, you're always yeah. pissed off when a phone call would come through. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just in AOL thing. chat rooms, just like ASL. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember that, do you? No, that was like my early dating age, sexual location. ASL. Yeah. Um, so. I need you to explain something to me. Okay, yes, sir. I have little kids. Okay. They come home with math. No, first off, I'm an idiot. Like this, this, this. You're not is, an idiot. You're just not good at math. This is. Uh, I can't even get radio codes at work. Like, because it's not. We got a growth just, mindset. You're just not good at math yet. Right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> explain <laughs> to me. Common Core Math. Do no, you? I don't teach it. <gasps> you don't. <laughs> Thank God. Well, Thank I'm science, God. and it's high school science, so oh I don't. Oh my do God. Because of my, yeah. I have a son as well who went through that, right, with uh, with Ken's son. Oh my and I was God. like, what? Oh, yeah. But it makes sense to them. Like, my son gets it. I, they went through that during lockdown, too. Yeah. My kid would yeah. be like, Dad, can you help me with my math? And I'm looking at him. Nope. I don't fucking know, kid. Like, <laughs> I can answer I it for you. I can tell you. Like, I can answer it for you. Or long division. They don't do that shit, apparently, either. 
It's a they little do, different. They do, but it's yeah. different. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's a I agree. Strategy. Like I'm like, you do like, this. What do you want? Go- trigonometry? What the hell is the shit? Like, no, but the, by know. the time they get to your uh, classroom, I would think, yes. Carolyn, like yeah. they already like you either know algebra or you don't, right? Yeah, so they're they're taking algebra or geometry at that at yeah. the level that they come in. I know. So you don't have to yeah. teach them the process. It's like no, not uh, sometimes I do, the and then but it's not. We don't do any complex crazy math and like we don't do we do a little bit of algebra but nothing no calculus or anything yeah, mm. yeah. it's funny too because like when I went finally with when I got out of high school and I was like oh no more algebra no more math I don't have to worry about it went into the Marine Corps and what do you think freaking long distance shooting is Oh, freaking math it's basically yeah. calculus basically well, calculus yeah, trigonometry and I love that when am I going to use this again when am I going to use this again bam there it is yeah. literally within a year when you don't Son have of when you don't bitch. have a ballistics calculator and you have to do all that crap yep. longhand nope. out in the field uh huh yeah go. that's when you need the wonderful <laughs> yep 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 so uh, I, I, I didn't know if you, you taught common core math or, or you no. understand it or know it because we'd be having a full on conversation God because I us. can't help my kids yeah. I don't know what to tell you just I know well, there was during the COVID. There was times when I had the YouTube video up to show me how to do it because yeah. I knew how to solve the yep. problem. Of course, there's YouTube videos on that. Oh yeah, yes, sir. Oh gosh, try that out <laughs> because you can't teach the kids a different way to do it. No, because this goes back. back, back. No, that's what, I'm like, like when yeah. I did it, I did it this way, but I can't yeah. teach him that way. This goes back on our whole attention span thing. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sound asleep. I'm missing the whole lesson. <laughs> they got short ones, George. They got like five minutes. Can you do five? We'll see. I, I don't know. Your attention. There's, there's some science that says some science. There's a different attention span science. Some people say it's this. Some people say that. But some people say it's half your age. Is I mean, your attention span? We're getting so into I conversation like, right now. I'll have a question. Gone. Just forgot. It. Two minutes ago. Forgot it. Forgot the question. I was gonna ask. So it's yeah, half so. your age in seconds or like <laughs> for George? Yes. Because yeah. I'm 29 again. <laughs> yeah. Telling yourself that. Uh, again, that's the key word right there. Yeah. <laughs> Growth mindset. Yeah. So what's next for the national uh, thing? Okay, so right. So I went to Washington, D.C. to mm-hmm. interview Okay. Um, with the five finalists. This is the first year that there's five finalists. Usually mm-hmm. it's four finalists. And I said, well, why are there five this year? And, oh, because the competition's so stiff. Great. That's not what I want to hear. But nice. okay, so that's, that's fine. Okay. So there's five of us. It's me, uh, Washington, D.C., who is from Waterbury, actually. His mm-hmm. name is Jermar Roundtree. Um, mm-hmm. Then Oklahoma, Illinois, and Alaska is the fifth finalist right? right so there's five of us so we went to dc to interview and now it's a waiting game two to five mm. weeks we have to wait mm. mid-april so there's five of them five finalists i think yeah. you need to get on the phone pisani he makes people disappear it's a water very mild. no we're not going to make people disappear <laughs> what there are other ways to stiff competition pisani will start clipping people <laughs> We're not engaging the Waterbury Mafia. I do not okay. condone. I didn't say that. Did I say that? I didn't say no, that. You, uh, yeah. I just said talk to Pisani. What the hell? Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll see you. Just Have you ever met Joe Pisani? No. Okay. He's a, he's a good guy. He's, a he's good like brother. me on my shoulder. We're just, we're just making fun here. He's not a big guy. Super Italian who shows up with wine from like, I don't know, Sicily or whatever. Oh, yeah. Hell. He has like a wine caddy. Yeah. Like yeah, this, this cute wine little caddy. like uh, Tuscan wine caddy made out of like, oh, like wicker, a su- like a little suitcase. Right? Yeah. my dad had one of those. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he walks in <laughs> here. He's dressed. He's like in a full suit. He's got a Deck pocket square. He's it's got like an Sunday. overcoat. Where are you wow. going? Yeah, we're all here in like t-shirt and jeans and stuff. And yeah. he's, like, he's got his wine caddy with like glasses and stuff. Yeah, it has he's always got Kevin with him, and Kevin is twice the size of him, and oh, Joe yeah, is tall. 
his he's buddy that he used to bounce I'm telling you, he's a bodyguard. Oh, uh, it's it's always That's fun when that. they walk in. But they're like the nicest guys in the universe. They're masons and like through and through. They're not, you know, they're the nicest guys. Kevin, don't say anything. He just stands in the corner like. The- no, he's if you get him talking, crossed. if you get him talking, he's like the sweetest guy. Like they are both teddy bears. Oh, Maybe man. you just rubbed him the wrong way. Maybe. I didn't. No, I would not rub him in any way because he's big as <laughs> shit, and I don't feel like getting killed. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> They're nice guys, right? So that's why I'm saying we should find out who the other finals are and let them meet. Yeah. Okay. Well, at any rate, <laughs> not going to do that. So what do they do? I wonder, which way, this? I wonder which way his rings are pointed in or out. Interesting. Oh, well, I'll ask them after the podcast. Um, so during this whole like multi-week period, after you guys have already done your interviews and yes. all the stuff that's necessary for the the national competition, what are they doing? Are they like deliberating? No, they just don't tell you. I feel like they already know Ken, and they're just not telling us. Oh. You know, like it's like one of those things. I feel like Pump we're just circumstance bureaucracy. Yes, because and... when they do make the announcement, it's going to be on. Um, CBS Morning, so they're doing it live on TV. Oh, oh so they're going to produce cool. the whole thing. Yeah, so it has yeah. to be like all the you know cogs and wheels have to turn in the right directions and yeah. um, make sure everybody's covered and fly the person out or or, or drive them or however it's going to work. I don't know. Mm. Um, so where do you have to go, DC? I'm I don't actually know. I, where does CBS Morning's film? Undisclosed That's location. <laughs> New York City. New York City. I would think yeah. it would be New York, New York City. City. Yeah. yeah. So. Undisclosed location, Pazani's running security. Yeah. Um, what do you, so what do you get when, if let's say you win, what, what, what do you get? Okay, so if you win, you're on sabbatical for a year from teaching. So you have the year off of teaching. They give you a whole year off? Yeah. And uh, so a year sabbatical and you like tour the country oh, um, that's promoting cool. education and... Uh oh! When I touch, I'm touching shit. Sorry. Doing commencements and stuff like that. that I would think so. Yes, and um, like speaking at educator conferences and probably high schools across the country or other schools, not just high schools, but districts around the country. And that's cool. Promoting the career, yeah. That's what are awesome. they? Uh, what, what are the perks of becoming Teacher of the Year for the state of Connecticut? What did you get out of that? Oh, I know yeah, one that's thing. a good one. I can't wait until she's the principal. I know. I'm super <laughs> jealous. Well, actually, oh, and Ken, I just learned that being a state, I get a uh, free. I have to still do the work for it, but I get a free PhD. What? Yes, what? at Walden University. I'm so excited about. Holy that. crap! Yeah. So you're going to be like a doctor I'm of Dr. education. Doctor Kelma, isn't that exciting? Uh, I'm going to use your title. I don't care that it's like right? you know not like oh I'm not a medical to... doc. Too bad you're yeah. doctor. No, Dr. yeah. From now on. I doctor still have to Kelma. do all the work and research doctor. and all the you know all yeah. the coursework for it, but I do get to do it at but no cost. How would that work now at school? They'd have to call you instead of you know teacher yeah. you'd be doctor like Dr. whatever Kelma, yeah that's Doesn't that sound great awesome. that's awesome for especially for a science teacher yeah, yeah totally like, totally we're not going to screw around with this teacher yeah. this year that's like, crazy yeah but the other cool perks are like so there's little perks and then there's bigger perks like yeah. one of the little perks for connecticut so connecticut does a whole like thing and some of the little like i went to the mark twain house and i got a tour of the mark twain house cool that's exciting but i also get to go to what the hell is um, that hartford, hartford. you never hartford. went to that what's the one in shelton uh, it's Mark Twain something or other down there. Oh, there's one in... Mark uh, Twain's bar or um, something. <laughs> no, it's uh, Redding. In Redding? Is that the one you're talking no, about? No, no, no. Right on... Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, was it 110 that goes from Shelton down to... Yeah, I know the area, but I don't know anything there's one notable right on the about right Mark Twain side. in that area. Hmm, I don't know. I know he retired in Redding. 
He smoked a cigar on the corner. It's and quite possible. Yeah, they do love they do love doing that with Mark Twain, and yeah. so so we did that. So then we also go to uh, Mohegan Tribe does a thing with the tribe elders, oh, um, cool. and they Neat. take us through their whole museum. I'm really excited about that. It's like a whole day. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then um, yeah, that that should be amazing. And then uh, Mystic Aquarium does a day with us, and so there's like a whole bunch for just Connecticut. And then the that's state cool. get this. I get to go to Space Camp. Oh, in I'm so jealous. Space Camp. Yeah. yeah, in July. I'm very excited. What's What's Space Camp? Is that like me, Elon Musk shoots you up to the moon or something? I don't like think so. <laughs> it's not quite that. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Space Camp before, but I assume like a anti gravity something or other. Yeah, it's like an, it's like a whole astronaut experience, yeah. man. Yeah. Like we, really? it was like the yeah. one thing that we always wanted to do when we were kids. Maybe not you, but like everybody wanted to do it. And she gets to do it. <laughs> it's like being. It's like training to be an astronaut, man. It's yeah, that's cool. Super cool. You get to play with like simulators and stuff that yeah. you would never see at like the Smithsonian or like at the Science Museum up the road in Hartford. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty it's a pretty big That's deal. Cool. I did hear a rumor, Ken, that we do get like blue jumpsuits with our names on them. Oh, <laughs> you know I'm gonna wear that That's every, gonna be Halloween. Your Halloween every Halloween. Every Halloween. <laughs> I love that we both went to the same cool. thing. That's going to be your Halloween Damn, costume. That's so cool. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. I'm so um, jealous. Yeah, that'll be fun. So that's July. And where's, and then, where's the space camp? Alabama. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird spot for it. I thought it was in... No, because either... it's close, it's to, close. Cape, it's close, close to Cape Canaveral. I Is think it? it's Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, okay. Could be wrong. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's could be wrong. near the coast. I, I thought mean, it was either uh, near... I thought it was either part of the Kennedy Complex or like in Houston, but Alabama. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So that'll be cool, and then I get to go to the um, in January the football, the, the college football championships. Oh, game. that's cool. Also yeah. very cool. Oh God, do you get yeah. to bring your family? I don't know. Not to space camp. I was already asking oh, yeah. about oh, that yeah. one. I was hoping because I. Why could would bring you want to? Myself. I'm going to space camp. Bye, guys. No, no, no. But I mean, my eleven-year-old. Come on, my eleven-year-old. <laughs> yeah, he's he all be, about he that. Be, yeah. Yeah. Um, all of our kids, I think, yeah, are like yeah. stoked <laughs> yeah. going to space camp. But I don't know about. I think college, the college. Football championship. I think I get a plus one, but we'll see. Oh. And then there's so. And then it, at the end of April. After so Ken's gonna be kissing your ass for a while. Yeah. So you're gonna be get phone calls. Oh, I'm how's your sure. day? How's everything going? Pretty sure her husband is yeah. still gonna win that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure That's too. Right. He's he's still cooler than me. <laughs> Ken gets a text back from your husband. I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I don't mess with him. <laughs> And then July, I mean, end of April is the Washington week. So we get to go to um, Capitol Hill and oh, that's meet cool. Joe and Dr. Jill. I'm excited to meet Dr. Jill. Get a chance. Go over to Alexandria. Check out the George Washington. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The George chance. Washington Masonic, Masonic. Uh, Memorial. Memorial. Oh, it's cool. a huge Excellent. building. It's a yeah, huge it's building. It's uh, kind of like an obelisk, I guess. Yeah, but you oh, can nice. go off the floors all the way and look all over the roof and everything. Oh, it's really fun. cool. It's got all kinds of mason goofy shit in there and like that. Mason goofy shit. I like mason that. goofy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. A gigantic square encompasses the front lawn too. That if you're flying into DC, mm. you can see. Oh yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Oh, I saw the walk. Yeah, that's when you find a Ronald Reagan Airport. There, yep. there's the Washington Monument right there. And I'm like sightseeing. Check. And when you go in, like there's a massive marble statue. Is it marble or bronze? I think it's bronze, isn't it? Uh, of George. Washington, I believe oh, it's I don't bronze. Know. I didn't see I that. Recall. Giant, it's huge. Cool. It's like dwarfs. Uh, what's his name? The other guy sitting in the chair. Abe, uh, Abe Lincoln. Lincoln. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But this is yeah. It's not the Washington Monument, like in central DC. It's, right. It's in no, Alexandria. It's, it's a separate, separate. And the other place to check out is the uh, is the uh, House of the Temple. 
Oh, oh yeah, Scottish is that Rite has to come. That is in actually Washington D.C. Okay. It's uh, what is it? Third. It, I know they actually so the streets are like you yeah, know they go up in number like yeah. it's like mm. they actually got it changed in the post office so it says 33 something right it's like yeah because 33rd degree is a 33rd Scottish degree right, Scottish right degree, degree. But, but the whole building is marble and like the inside Whoa. it's got a big oculus in the top of the ceiling everything it is. giant it huge is place. posh it's the, and it's head, got a museum in the basement too if you it's like the that. headquarters of the northern Masonic jurisdiction of Scottish okay. right so it's yeah, it's opulent and it's doesn't it also have uh, Neil Armstrong's apron and all that stuff oh in yeah it too? all of his Masonic yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool yeah. it's got the I think the flag too or the the thing from um when uh, they went to the moon. I think it's a duplicate of the flag that went to the moon. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. got all kinds, so it's not just yeah. our right. crap. Oh, yeah. There's, there's some interesting history. <laughs> it's got other stuff there. in there. Interesting <laughs> history. It's not just, yeah, it's not just Mason goofy stuff. It's, no. Yeah, it's some real history stuff. there. And it's a beautiful building. The architecture is amazing. Yeah, nice. it's all made out yeah. of marble. It's Sounds wild. Like. So um, you also get another perk I'd oh. like to announce. As, What's uh, that? As a What's finalist that? for National Teacher of the Year, you get a uh, free tour. Of Morningstar Lodge. <gasps> I in do. See? <laughs> I was trying to the play it up, George. So far, I've only seen the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this room. Bathroom's pretty cool, though, right? Yes, it's a nice yeah. bathroom. Oh, no, she will actually like this because we have a certain thing behind the secretary's desk she might enjoy. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah, oh, that's a, that's okay. a perk of the tour. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the only cool thing we got in there. No, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Especially if your father was a Mason. I mean, I think yeah. you'll see some, you know. Oh, and before I forget parallels. to say about my father being a Mason, his funeral was so beautiful. You guys came. Oh, and, oh my God. Yeah. It, I, of course, I wept earlier, but I lost it for that part. It was just so yeah. beautifully, so well done. They were so organized. Um, the gentlemen who, the Masons who were there were just, it was amazing. Mm. And I, I don't want to leave without saying thank you for that. Mm. It's our duty. It's our obligation. It's a sad ceremony. It's mm-hmm. a sad duty, but mm-hmm. it's one that we all have to perform. So we try to. Why do you make it sound like that? It was beautiful. What? That it's sad. It is sad. It's our dude. duty. It's our well, duty. it is. It's part like of. Like we don't want to be there. Well, that too. But I was trying to, <laughs> trying to show that it's both. It's a little bit of both. I'm screwing with you, dude. We would be there even if it was, you know, too heartbreaking <laughs> for us to be there. We've been to a few recently, George, that are super heartbreaking. You yeah. know what I'm talking yeah. about, yes. but we, you know, we wanted to be there. Yeah. But yeah, it's you know, it's it's how we uh, show our respect for the brother that passed. So yeah, the, glad, uh, glad the Masonic funeral is it's special, powerful, and powerful. It's very, Absolutely. very cool, and it's also cool to see, like you know, <clears throat> when you know, uh, again, like I don't really. Thing. We, we contemplate our death. I mean, it's no thing. But, like, you don't really expect, like, other people to – you expect it when you th- go to, like, a wake or a funeral, you expect it's just, oh, my family. Mm-hmm. And then you get an entourage of – I mean, Marty's had how many Masons? There, there were, yeah. like, 150 or oh something Masons wow. that came through. And there. you're literally looking at all these people like, holy shit. Like, yeah. like, I didn't know my father was that special to these people. And they're just coming Correct. up and they're doing their thing. It's a whole other wow. family that rolls in. It definitely yeah. is, yes. Yeah. Pretty wild. It's mm-hmm. awesome. What do you say when you give her the tour? Yeah, might as well give her the tour. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, thanks for having it. me. That was fun. You need to keep us informed and let us know okay. how you do. I'll tell Ken. And if yep. you know if there's any problems, we got Joe Pisani. We got people for and, that. And we got people for that. <laughs> yeah, depending on the type of problem. <laughs> Want to be clear? There's certain ones we can't solve, but we do know people. Just what's his name standing behind the judges? Like. It's the wrong one.
Choose better. <laughs> Arms crossed. And his black t-shirt and jeans. It's the wrong one. One to the left. Yeah, it's the other box. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. But anyway. <laughs> for the Freemasons podcast, I'm Ray Worship with George Mudry signing off. Worship Brother Ken signing off. Oh, and Carolyn Killmas. <laughs> good luck to you. Yeah, Thank good you. luck. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much for Thanks coming everybody. up, Carolyn. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Good night.